twelve days of Dilroge's Twitter Ohana on theme talk Thursday. Now is the time forever? Old Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. She is Jen. Hello. And I am Frank, and we are here for another round of the 12 Days of Dillo's Diz Twitter Ohana. We lost count of what day it is. (laughs) We have no idea what day it is. We're mixing and matching. We don't know what what order we're in. I don't know anymore. But if if you're just jumping in, for the first time, we have been bringing on bloggers, vloggers, podcasters, and friends of our Twitter community that have never been on the show before. And today, it's like a, I feel like we got a mix here. Yes. Because this guest has a podcast. Yes. But he's also a friend. We, we uh, especially me, I chat him up about the wrestling. A whole All right, lot. Listen, I was going to say, you guys have bonded over your wrestling and the love you have for it. We bonded over Clueless. So, I mean, it's cute. You guys. Let's do your thing, but we have our thing too. It's fine. Well, here he is now. You know him as a half, a half of the Disnoids podcast. <laughs> you know him on Twitter as Tombstone Josh. Josh, how's it going? What's up, guys? It doesn't matter what number it is. It's math. Who needs math anyways, right? <laughs> no. no one needs math. I don't. That's for and sure. I consider myself three quarters of the Disneyland podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on here. Uh, if people don't know, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about the Disneyland podcast? Uh, the Disneyland podcast is a show that I do with my brother, Mr. Review of Rob, uh, where we cover theme park news, movie news, music news, kind of a, a gigantic cornucopia of fun, we like to call it. <laughs> Very nice. And in fairness... You know, we are Theme Park Thursday, a salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. I would say you're more of a universal guy. We do tend to lean that way. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. It's fair. And we have to, and it's good because we're going to have a holiday chat so we can incorporate universal into this episode as well, which we have not done yet. So it's good. Um, yeah, the uh, especially your, uh, you know, you've done the Halloween Horror Nights episodes lately and things like that. But I, I figure your your love of the movies is your uh, gateway into uh, being more of a universal guy. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And it kind of the feel that it gives me walking into Universal grabs me more as a musician mm. as you walk into that park and you hear the music pump in and that, that kind of gets my blood going. Yeah. And I mean, nostalgia is the way to go with Disney. And the nostalgia doesn't grab me the way like it does you guys. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. No, and, you're, a- and you're a drummer as well, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Nice. I'm still working on those Billy Joel songs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> let's, let's talk about, uh, are you, are you, I'm assuming you're a main, you're not, you're more towards the main park at Universal than Islands of Adventure. Is that correct? Or yes. am I wrong? Yes, sir. You have nailed that one on the head. I do love the main park better. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I did 20 years ago now at this point, I was a VIP tour guide at Universal right around the time that Islands of Adventure opened. Uh, 
take me through it. Take me through what, because to me that, you know, I think it's overlooked. Maybe yeah, it doesn't have that nostalgic punch that uh, Hollywood Studios has, aka hashtag always MGM. But there is a touch of that old school Hollywood to Universal. So take me what you experience as you walk into the entrance of the main park. My experience with Universal is you walk past the giant, beautiful globe underneath the gates. And for me, I bypass Shrek and Minions. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. trying, to to, I'm trying to go straight to the back where Harry Potter is, of course, because uh-huh. I'm a Harry Potter. But the, the old school feel of Hollywood is right there past the main gate where you can run into Marilyn Monroe. You can run into Doc from Back to the Future. They have a lot of great mm-hmm. characters for meet and greets and stuff like that. You got Scooby-Doo running around, which I think is always cool. And, um, you know, it's, it's more of a uh, more of a thrill kind of thing. Like, I'm not a big roller coaster fan. Right. But, but their their 3D rides kind of kind of suit me. That's kind of my my wheelhouse, if you want to say. Yeah, cool. Yeah. The front of the park. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of devil in the details and maybe I'll have to pull it up someday. Maybe next time we get you on the show, Josh, uh, I'll pull out my old VIP tour guide because <laughs> even we, even in that, uh, you know, I have a big binder of Universal Studios facts. So a, uh, do you yeah. do you have like the script you would use and the spiels you did? Uh, I don't know if I have the spiels. I would have to look, but I, I definitely, you know, it's all the information that I pulled from. So, uh, you know, even even the where the ticket windows are and the, you know, the lounges that are above that right before you enter through the, you know, the main area there. I almost said turnstiles. I'm sure there's no turnstiles anymore because it's been <laughs> oh. a while since I've been there. Uh, you know, there, there's so much old school Hollywood to that that I don't think people realize that's super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just and, the, the old school Monsters Cafe just walking mm-hmm. and it's like walking into another world itself. And, you know, the, the, the drive-in where the old school cars are sitting out front, it's just a lot of cool old stuff that's mixed right. in with the new stuff. I, I feel like it's a great balance. And they're still mixing in the street atmosphere, which hashtag always MGM seems to be pulling back from. So, but right. I mean, did you feel like at Halloween Horror Nights, they were really missing out on a Mr. Bean with a chainsaw? I mean, did you feel <laughs> like that was, was missing because it probably died with Frank. I mean, I think yeah. that character just went away. Yeah. With went, you, no, you know? no one could do it better than me in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, did you have the voice down? <laughs> uh, you know, I, it, there was a lot of mumbling involved, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> so you did. Of, so yes. <laughs> a lot of marble mouth, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> so I did, I did my I did my best, and they they kept changing it every week until that third week, and it was like. We, we amicably parted ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, Josh, you got like a top 10 movie list for uh, 2019 here at the end of the year. Maybe a top five. You don't have to go 10. I have, we, we're actually, that's one of our New Year's podcasts. Yeah. We're going to do the top 10, but I can give you yeah. a, a sneak peek. Yeah. Oh, peek yeah. If you like. Um, I get a lot of hate for this, but my number one movie of the year is Shazam. I oh. love the movie. Mm-hmm. I really did love it. That's um, a hot take. As far as the rest of the year goes, I was a huge fan of Aladdin, the live-action Aladdin. I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Frozen 2 was another fantastic movie I didn't know I was going to love, but ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I wasn't a big fan of Lion King. And what was the other one? Dumbo. I did like Dumbo. Dumbo. Mm-hmm. And then in Chapter 2. I'll leave it at that. Right. Of the live of the of the live actions that came out this year, I mean, granted, I walked into Aladdin with the lowest of expectations, <laughs> so I feel like I walked out 
pleasantly surprised and, and really enjoyed some of the tweaks that they made. And it probably was one, and, and nothing against the guy who played Jafar, but one really classic kind of casting as Jafar that probably, I think if it was more in line with the animation uh, in terms of the casting of Jafar, I probably would have loved it. Uh, but it really, that took me out of it a whole lot. It did. He did seem to not fit like mm-hmm. the way the others did. So that was probably yeah. my biggest hang up with it as well. Yep. I'm a fraud as a professional Disney podcaster, and I have not <laughs> seen Lion King, Aladdin, or Dumbo live remakes. Like, what am I doing? And now I have Disney Plus, and there's, well, they're not all on there. I think Dumbo's on there. Dumbo's but on there. Yeah. I need to just get on it. I don't know what I'm doing. You're watching. <laughs> you're watching all your Hallmark Christmas movies right now. That's well, that's doing true. Right <laughs> that's a fact. Yes. Although <laughs> I did take a break and wa- caught up on. The Imagineering story a little bit. I'm not up to date, but I think I'm now only one episode behind. Which one are you on? Just did the Disney Cruise Line uh, Hong Kong episode. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I think there's only now one more that I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm in the middle of that one. Yeah. yeah. We just finished the uh, Disneyland Paris one. Nice. It's yeah. been a great series so far. Yeah, it's so awesome. And I just, between that and one day at Disney, I'm like, ah, what am I doing with my life? I need to just be a part of this world. No pun intended. Yeah. Or is there a pun intended? I don't know. Um, the, the Disneyland Paris episode was so fascinating because, you know, even back then when, I mean, I was 18, 19, when the park opened that, you know, if there was social media back then, the park would have been destroyed because it took a lot of heat. I mean, people really, really hated on it. It was the butt of a lot of jokes. Obviously, obviously the French hated it. That was documented in the, in, in the show, but it, you know, people talked about it all the time as a big joke. And, you know, even when I, I went in 2014, you could see where, you know, it's not magical Disney, but it is a it is a beautiful park, and that was a smart choice by by the show to really focus on the beauty and the architecture and where they got the ideas from because that's really where where the that theme park is at is in in, in its building and in, in its scenic beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're just so fancy with your Disneyland. Paris I know. Trip. Let me tell. I went to yeah. Paris, and okay, so enough about great me. for you. Seriously, can we move on? We have a guest on the show. It's not just us today. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I apologize. <laughs> he Josh, understands you... so because he's 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 doing the podcast with his brother. He knows this banter. He knows it. Oh yeah, sibling banter is the best, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Josh, what are some of your uh, go-to holiday favorites in terms of movies and TV, either or? Uh, well, big-time movie fans in this household, of course. And at the top of the list, as far as my family goes, uh, it's Elf. That is our mm-hmm. go-to to sit down together, eat some popcorn, and watch it together. Yes. Um, me, personally, some of my favorites are Bad Santa. I love that mm-hmm. movie. I've always been a big fan of Lorelai Gilmore. Um, National <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Vacation. I love that movie. Uh-huh. Um, normally, whenever I watch that, I have to have me some eggnog. You know, the eggnog you get from the stores, the Borden brand. <laughs> yeah. um, my kids are big fans of Polar Express. And, and you mm. know, I have to say now this new Noel movie on Disney Plus, it mm. was way better than I thought it was going to be. So that might be one of those that we start watching. I was going to ask if you've seen it, because I know, much like Alicia, you are an Anna fan as well. I sure am. Yeah. Anna's a fan. 
Jen, <laughs> nice. you still I haven't done? Still oh. haven't watched it. Nah. One day I will get to it this season. I need to watch it before Christmas. It will be unacceptable sure. to watch after. So I need it's it's on the watch list uh, again. What am I doing? I, Hallmark is taking up all my time, and uh, I a, and I feel like you know I, I don't know what. What about this Home Alone reboot they just announced? What about oh, that? Let's discuss God. that for a second. Oh my goodness, and that's actually one I have listed as well as as a family favorite is Home Alone. Yes. Um, the reboot, that's not really getting me too excited. No. No. <laughs> it's no. Hard it's a no. hard no. That they made that third movie without Macaulay Culkin. It was like, okay, everyone should have learned their lesson that the magic really was in how the casting went with the right kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that's really hard to, I mean, I mean, sure, then probably not going to be the McAllisters or anything like that. It's another family, yada, yada. But you can't, it's magic in a bottle. That's very hard to recreate. If, if it's a whole other family, why not call it a whole other movie? Why you have yes. to? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But um, you guys, um, have you seen the uh, movies that made us series? Have you seen that? No. She had no, that's the, on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I was bummed because I couldn't find Home Alone on Netflix. And I had forgot it was a Fox property that Disney had bought. So therefore, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Right. I talked about that. But why, whenever I was looking for it on Netflix, I found that series. And it's cool how it became a Fox property. So if you guys want to check that out and find yeah. out. Yeah, definitely. No, that's our Christmas Day, uh, Christmas after, Christmas Day afternoon mm-hmm. uh, movie watch uh, yeah. after, after, you know, maybe some of us nap during that time period, but we wake up for the right parts. <laughs> I uh, think we, we used to nap more before there were three kids running around yeah, Mama and Papa Dillo's house that don't yeah. let us nap. So now we're, <laughs> now we're all in. No, that's definitely, yeah, that that's definitely uh, will be a Disney Plus. We'll pull that up on the Disney Plus on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, which is good because sometimes there's been years where it's like, <laughs> who has the DVD? Where is it? How are we watching it today? We've like rented it on demand some years because we can't find the DVD. Yeah. So this is good that it's just, it's on Disney Plus. We know where it is. I like to watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Jen, at this point, I mean, sorry, I mean, Josh, maybe you can judge us after we say this. Would you say at this <laughs> point of like the major film releases in the history of the world uh, wow. that Home Alone is our favorite Christmas movie? I mean, I, maybe because it is a tradition and we do watch it every Christmas day. But I mean, I watch most, there, there's like a and handful of Christmas movies that I'm watching every year. So I, I don't know, but I, I think for the nostalgic family aspect of it, then maybe in that category. Right. right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I've thought about it and, you know, people talk about Christmas story and, you know, and even though I don't know if I've ever watched it uh, without commercials that Miracle on 34th Street is always up there too for me mm-hmm. like it's always on AMC like a thousand times at Christmas uh, that I find myself watching that multiple times as well especially being a Macy's guy over the years yeah uh, cool. I, might, um, I might date myself here but normally for Christmas movies in black and white I ain't watching it Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Listen, oh. you're not dating yourself, Josh. It's. I think you're <laughs> younger than both of us. That's great for you. But uh, you know, we have an old man on the podcast, so it's all good. <laughs> no, but actually, yeah. I have a couple questions for you guys. If that oh, please. Um, first one I'll throw at you: um, Home Alone one or two? Are they equal in your eyes? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's a hard. Uh, I, Jen, Jen, and I went to see Home Alone two together in the theater. We saw Home Alone one as a whole family. I don't remember in, either of these things. In, in February of 1991, <laughs> well after Christmas, which is the funny part. I was and only then, nine. 
<laughs> and then we saw uh, Home Alone 2 in uh, the Douglaston Movie Theater, which is, I believe, no more, is now defunct uh, in Queens. And Jen and I went together for that. But no, and, and, and even when I check out Home Alone 2 from time to time, like there's parts that I like, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, I don't, live, I don't, it doesn't live up. No. Jen, what do you think? Uh, I would agree. Uh, yeah, no. It's not the same for me. Josh, is, do you like the second one better than the first? Mm-hmm. You don't. That was just something that popped in my head just now because the yeah. way you yeah. did the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, and it was okay. Like, as a sequel movie goes, I feel like it was okay. But the first one, I feel like it's just so huge that it can't really compete, I guess. Well, yeah. And again, since I'm the old one, I remember how yeah. they were marketing the movie, like, at the time. So it really took me by surprise, you know, the the soundtrack to Home Alone One is fantastic, and mm-hmm. John John Williams, you know, is it, it's a lost one, you know, that people forget. Like, oh, John Williams did the music to Home Alone One, and that really brings things home. But you know, you would think, oh, it's just about the crazy kid and the burglars, and then when you see all the nice family sentimental moments with the neighbor and everything else, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, this isn't what I came here for. And I think those two things together uh, again your expectations get subverted you know it's really interesting and then the second one I feel like took away from that and when they tried to make those connections with the toy shop owner or the pigeon lady Mm -hmm. uh, it 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 didn't feel as genuine yes that's a hard movie review right there for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, actual questions for you guys yeah I do not know if you've seen my poll on the Twitter Oh. Um, Grinch. There's three versions of the Grinch. Which one do you like the best? I voted. Mm-hmm. I voted as well. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's going to come. You voted for the original, correct, Jen? Yes, I did. Yes, as did I. Yes. Yeah. Now, and I, so I voted for the original. I, I just feel like that that's where it's at. And maybe just because it's the original. But I enjoy the Jim Carrey one. Although in recent years, I feel like I've been watching it less just because the kids are pretty freaked out by the makeup. So they won't really Mm -hmm. watch that one. And last Mm -hmm. year we saw the newer one in the movie theater. So they kind of are more familiar with that. But they'll both go in between the original and the one that just came out. Um, And at some point, maybe we'll go back to the Jim Carrey one. But they want to see it. Like they'll pick it and they'll be like, "Eh, I don't want to watch this one. (laughs) They freak out and run away. So (laughs) cheeks and whiskers are a little bit intimidating. You're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fun fact I saw the Jim Carrey Grinch in the same movie theater that we saw Home Alone in. How about that? Did, your memory. Um, <laughs> was I with you? Because I don't have no. to recall any of this. <laughs> no, that was on. I saw Grinch on Christmas Eve because I felt like I pushed it off for so long, and like I snuck away in like the early, late morning, early afternoon of Christmas Eve, and went to go see it. So, Interesting. An, an the only thing. movie, for some reason, the movie that stands out that I saw with you in the theater is uh, Indian in a Cupboard. Indian in the oh. Cupboard. Indian, Indian in, in the, the Cupboard. What yeah, is Indian, yeah. Indian and the Cupboard. Yeah, I don't, or Indian in what, the cupboard. There is something about an Indian in a cupboard, and that's the movie. For some reason, I associate it with you. So, congrats. <laughs> I, am, I probably haven't seen it since then. An Indian in a cupboard in that movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just have Ooh. one more, and then I'll stop. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, go, go. No, um, you're fine. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate question. For mm. me, no. So I'll let y'all talk about that. 
Right. Yeah, I would say no as well, though I understand why people watch it at Christmas. I think it's fine to watch it at Christmas time, but it is not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. And especially when you can say, which Alan Rickman movie are you going to watch at Christmas? Is it Love Actually or Die Hard? And the answer is always Love Actually. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Harry Potter? And no, I knew you were going to say that. That yeah. was going to be my follow-up. I knew it was going to be Harry Potter for you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done uh, yeah. Christmas at Hogwarts over at uh, Universal, Josh? Not yet. I yeah. Have not. Cool. What uh, What's been your? Have you had experience at, at at the parks at the holidays? I have twice. We've gone mm-hmm. two years down there for Christmas, and and I don't know if it really counts as Christmas because it's that January first kind of that week where stuff's still lingering around. Right. Normally, normally for us, it's it's a Christmas present to our kids. So when they open mm-hmm. it on Christmas, then we schedule to go down there the week after. So. Yeah. Well, cool. No, I was going to say, <laughs> there is a running theme in these 12 days of Delos' Twitter Ohana, including with us, that the first week in January is a lovely go-to time uh, to visit the parks because you are still getting that extra holiday flair and uh, it's uh, slower crowds, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like that is a common through line for a lot of the folks we've talked to so far. And Josh, I think I remember my question. Um, How far are you from the parks? I know you're in South Carolina. Yes, ma'am. Charleston, South Carolina. It's a six hour drive, right? Six hour. Okay. Six hours. Six hours. Six hours. Okay. Yeah, because I I have friends in um, North Carolina, and I know that's like a 10-hour drive, so I wasn't sure how Mm -hmm. south you were in South Carolina, but (laughs) yeah. It's a good trip. Yeah. And I know that sometimes you uh, visit the amusement parks in your area. Do they do anything for the holidays, or will you visit them? The uh, Carowinds does something that's okay. It's nothing spectacular that you need to go to all the time. Now, Hershey Park, we go to once in Mm. a while because we have some family that live up there. Mm. That's pretty nice. The Christmas stuff they put on is really nice. Still nothing compared to Disney, of course, but it's, it's cool to go. Much much colder. So it's hard to tolerate. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We uh, talked to Eric Neal and he lives right around that area. And um, I, had heard from a mom at my son's school that they had gone the weekend of Thanksgiving. And she said they've been doing that the last few years. And that's really like what they do up there for the holidays is really nice. And they love going, especially that weekend kind of kicks things off for them. So that's cool. Good to know. What are uh, some of your uh, holiday traditions at home? What will be some of the things you do that are must do's non-movie related tree situation, (laughs) decorations, lights, what do you family dinners? Um, tell us everything. Well, we are we are travelers for Christmas, so mm-hmm. we don't really put up decorations. We do a tree in the house. We might do minor stuff outside, but we don't go overboard like the uh, like the uh, National Lampoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we love to wrap presents together. I'm not a huge fan of Christmas music, but the rest of the family they are. So we like to listen to music while we wrap presents. You know, um, nobody else likes eggnog. I'm like the black sheep, I guess, but (laughs) (laughs) I have only begun to like eggnog the last couple of years. I don't know that I've ever truly had eggnog. Is that weird? You gotta do it with the booze. Obviously I have to do it with the booze. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I should be making a list. I'll listen back and make a list of all all the must-dos I must do. Yeah. Um, and so when you're traveling, are you traveling 
in the area generally, or are you out of state for the holidays? Um, a couple, we have been to Pennsylvania. We came to New York for the snow and um, checking out Rockefeller Center. That was amazing. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, I mean, it's, there's really no specific place. We try to go everywhere we can just to try different things. That's awesome. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, and is that the plan for this holiday? Like you get it all laid out? What's your uh, schedule? Tell us everything and the locations you'll be at and the address is specific. So we can stalk you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, will, I will say the invitation for us to come to Hershey is out there due to mm. family, but the kids are giving a rather expensive gift this year. Mm-hmm. So oh. Stay home. Oh. And, and because get... some of them might hear me from the other room, I will not say. Oh, man. Oh, You'll man. have to DM us or something. Now no sure spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers for the kids. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah. uh, the yeah, what, uh, we're, to, we're doing our regular thing. We, uh, you know. Same old. Well, yeah, and we're, we're going back to our grandmothers for Christmas Eve, which uh, <laughs> we changed it up and started going to our cousin's house uh, in the last couple of years. So we'll be back at our grandmother's. And, uh, yeah, Mom and Papa Dillos on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day. Day. A big uh, family dinner for Christmas? On, on Christmas Eve, yeah. Okay, you guys yeah. a ham or a turkey? Well, on Christmas Eve, we are a fish. Like the good Italians, we are barely. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Christmas Day, it's usually the ham. Is yeah. that right? That's yes. right, correct? You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's are a you pound of bacon in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I basically just eat a pig all day. So mm-hmm. what about, are you a ham or turkey guy? I'm definitely ham. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Makes yeah, the next couple of days, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious because because Josh prepared to ask us questions which nobody has done yet and I'm I know it's, it's be... thrown us off we don't even know what to do like people are asking us questions who, who cares what we have to say I'm like what else has he got on his sleeve over there <laughs> I know <laughs> when it's the Dillo's Diz I have to take you guys seriously because you know, <laughs> you guys have supported me I I love you guys and you know oh. I want to be prepared for y'all well, that's very nice. We love you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yes. Uh, th- before before we go, maybe since you're a music guy too, do you have favorite Christmas songs, Christmas albums, artists, Christmas song? <laughs> no. How do you match it up? No. It's hard, no. <laughs> no, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but I did have on my list here that one of our traditions, Christmas-wise in the parks, is we love to resort hop. Nice. Uh-huh. The decorations at the different parks. That is amazing. What is your favorite resort to see at the holidays? So far, I mean, that's really hard to narrow down, but yeah. so far, the, uh, the Port Orleans Riverside. Mm-hmm. That oh, tree, yeah. That tree is fantastic. Um, mm. Nice. Uh, of course, the, um, oh, I'm going to brain fart now. Um, I love the contemporary, but I also love the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really hard to narrow them down, but doing the resort loop is, is so much fun. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good tip on Port Orleans. We haven't heard that yet, and I don't yeah. know, I I don't know that I've ever stayed at Port Orleans, but we have visited Port Orleans, but I don't think it was at the holidays. Right. So um, that's good to know. I'll have to check that out next time. Oh, cool. Well, Josh, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on the 12 Days of Dillo's Diz Twitter Ohana. And uh, hopefully we can work out something that we can get you on again for a regular episode in 2020. For sure. Yeah, because I'm getting, I, I like this. I, I'm getting used to now seeing everyone. I'm like, we yeah. need to be doing more of this and <laughs> talking with people that we're 
just typing too constantly. So yeah. yeah. No, it's nice yeah, to open sure. the doors and, and finally make like the next level connection because our schedules are so crazy, as you can tell, because we're all in different locations <laughs> right now that uh, it, it, it's great to not, you know, obviously we put faces to names, but also the voices and, and, and yeah. rather than just reading the voices in our heads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool too, because the connection is still there. You know what I mean? Like that, like yeah. it doesn't feel weird, you know, like yeah. you can open with us and it, I, I love it. It's really cool. Yeah. That's what I've been finding too. Like I'm not, nervous you know and when when you're around people that you've never met before I'm like uh, I'm gonna be quiet I'm like oh yeah no we're talking to Josh cool all right I'm, I know him we're friends what <laughs> and that's how it's kind of been it's like oh yeah we're talking to our buddies what do you you know it's natural yeah. I guess but all right Josh well thanks so much for coming on have a great Christmas and happy new year safe travels the whole thing <laughs> Hey, you guys, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for the support that you do every week. It's incredible. You guys are the best. Thank you. Good company. Well, that was our good friend, Tombstone Josh of the Disnoids podcast here on the Monday edition of the 12 Days of the Dillo's Diz Twitter Ohana. We're, we're, we're five twelfths of the way through. Oh, I don't do math. Yeah, and it's, oh, uh, I wouldn't know. Some, some fractions for you? No, 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 no fractions. I want to point out that, you know, we've talked about how hard it is sometimes to record one podcast in a week. Yeah. And here we've done five so far. <laughs> I want to say that my portion of that podcast interview with Tombstone Josh was conducted inside my automobile. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's been some interesting setups, uh, and uh, yeah, you yeah. may hear some differences along the episodes. <laughs> it's gonna be some changes in the sound. Yeah, we make it work, though. You know, we gotta make it work. I feel like uh, Tombstone Josh was like one of our earliest Dillo's friends on the Twitter. Definitely, I think it was yeah. that Disney wrestling combo for sure. Yeah. You love and, finding uh, your people. It's like really well, your people. They're wrestling and the Disney and they marry each other. Those are your people. That's true. I have a, we have a blog on the Dillard's website and everything. And that's true. Um, and so some takeaways, we're waiting for him to learn some Billy Joel on the drums. Yeah. Any he day now. May, yeah. 2020 uh, goals. So, you know, whenever you want to get around to that, that'd be great. He may appear on the everything is wrestling podcast whenever is that how's that going are you it's, doing the 12 days been, of everything is wrestling or what i might have to I th i'm thinking about doing an end of the decade uh wrestling uh 12 days or something oh, yeah it's been you can tell it that i'm not into the wrestling as much currently by how often it appears on the podcast feed right so. Eh, hopefully it'll bounce back in 2020 here. I'm trying to work out the other podcasts in general here. Well, and when you do 12 podcasts in 12 days <laughs> for this podcast, it makes it a little more challenging. We have no time. I'm also stifling an amazing cough right now. Yeah. I see you trying to like hold your breath so you don't cough it out. And there it is. <laughs> a little mute, little cough button. It's like we're a professional radio show here. Got a cough button. I think that was the first time I actually used it the way it was supposed to be used. So um, since we're not doing our normal theme park Thursdays and things are happening, sometimes after we've already started recording, things are a little all over the place. So in the midst of this recording, some changes were put in front of us. Well, and I think it's ironic that uh, this is the Monday episode of the 12 Days mm -hmm. of Dillo's Diz 
Twitter Ohana mm-hmm. because it was Justin from the Monday Morning Monorail podcast who brought this little tidbit of holiday goodness to our yeah. attention. This little Merry Christmas Dillos. It wasn't funny. That's not funny. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what that was going to do to us. And we, our, all of our comments were just gifts of friends being, fr- the show friends, being yeah. frustrated. And literally I was sitting here like, I don't have words, but I feel all these things and all their facial expressions are, is exactly how I feel. And I can't put it into words, but I don't like it. Yeah. So, and we actually talked about it with uh, the Monday Morning Monorail crew on there edition of the switcheroo skidoo a few weeks back in november and uh, you know there was talks of like oh it's going to be the spring when it reopens oh it's going to be january when it reopens and now they say it's going to be december 26th and then they showed a picture <laughs> an illustration as it were oh my god of the very clean cut cookie yeah. cutter Ugh. look that you've been yeah. seeing all about in other places these days. And then, they, and then they shared some of their menu items. You love the menu items. I think that was your favorite part. That pushed you right over the edge. Well, the menu, I mean, I've had bones of contention with the menu changes for yeah. years and years and years. And look, I understand. You just can't be a cheeseburger joint forever. Right. It's going to be changes when they brought in the alcoholic beverages. I get it. Right. You have a problem when they only had the bacon cheeseburger I'm hitting things on the wall here yeah. on the menu and just not a regular cheeseburger, even though you can order it without bacon. Why can't you just say the right. cheeseburger, add bacon for 30 And I enjoy bacon, Sam. I enjoy bacon. You know I love it. But sometimes I just want a cheeseburger with some pickles, some lettuce, tomatoes, some ketchup, some mayo. Boom. I'm just saying. And it obviously looks a lot bigger than uh, mm-hmm. we're expecting. It doesn't look like there's an arcade. Did you see an arcade? I didn't. I'm going to hold the jury out. And I'm holding the jury out because... I have this cough and I can't go off. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm the only way can this restaurant be saved is if, if it still manages to have the feels, if it has the Disney feels, if it has the same original nostalgic ice cream shop charm, that's then it might be okay. But I'm not holding out hope. Three things. One, it kind of looked like what is the restaurant in the back of the Grand Floridian to the left? Is that the Grand Floridian Cafe? Because it's not 1500. Right. You said that's the second time you said 1500. It is 1900. (laughs) (laughs) You said it on another episode. I don't know which episode. It's it's not 1200. It's (laughs) It's not a Renaissance restaurant. It's a Victorian restaurant. Yeah, I said, who did I say that to? I said that to somebody recently. Who knows? I I can't keep up. Um, But yeah, anyway, it kind of reminded me of that layout, just the long, which is fine for that restaurant because that's what I think it's the cafe. I think you're correct. Yeah, I just, I don't like what I'm seeing. Also, um, are they going to change costumes? (laughs) Now, I understand that perhaps these costumes could have used a little makeover for years since they've been exactly the same since 1990, but- They've been exactly the same since 1990. Don't don't change it after that. I don't want them to change it. And I know they're going to with this new little look. Also, are they going to say, every day is a great day, but today is extra special because it's so-and-so's birthday. Are they going to flash the lights whenever someone gets 
a kitchen sink with a whole can of whipped cream? Are they going to do all the things? You want more information. I want more information. And you know what? I need to, how do I track down Brian who works at Beaches and we get him on the podcast and we ask him all these questions. You don't want to get him fired though. I don't want to get him fired. I would be very nice with my questions. I would never try to get dirt from a cast member, but you know, just some more backgrounds on the decision making. I mean, you've known Brian for 18 years. 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 Anyway, I'm not, I'm not thrilled. Well, yeah, there's no reason to be thrilled. No. It, it all, it looks troublesome. It doesn't look like the, the, the beaches and cream that I know. You should have saved, saved the same color scheme. It doesn't look like that. It looks like a, a glorified cafeteria in that picture. I don't want to talk about it. They have a salmon filet sandwich. Let's just, I mean, a right fish option, I understand. But a French dip sandwich, the tater tots. You know, that are sock hop, it's sock hop. You know, we said, we put sock hop in the title, so it's okay, ice cream shop, 1950s nostalgia. Listen, we don't like change, and maybe we will accept and grow with this over time. We did it no. for the Polynesian lobby. Jen is like, no, <laughs> we say no all the time. We thought we would never, ever accept the Polynesian lobby in this new form, ever. We never thought it would happen, and we love it still, but. Oh, it's been, this one's gonna be really, it's really It's gonna hurts. be tougher. It hurts just thinking about it. I have I haven't even processed all my emotions completely yet, so I don't know. I since we talked about Home Alone with Tombstone Josh, I think this can be summed up in one phrase. It's almost as if Disney is saying to us, and Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> I actually thought you were gonna go with it's almost as if we should be saying, Look what you did. <laughs> um right. right well anyway i mean we had a really good episode with tombstone josh i don't want to like <laughs> bring it down that. here no so you know we'll see what happens with beaches when it opens and i can see some pictures of the actual restaurant and what everyone's looking like and what's going on there it's and, it's, and the line is not Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. It's keep the change, you filthy animals. Oh, I just yeah. want to be clear. I don't want to get at about. Yeah, you might get at it. Like, that's not the line. Quote yeah. it correctly. I know my Home Alone lines. I was just right. trying to condense and put it together. Have you taken any Home Alone BuzzFeed quizzes this season? Or no. Sure I, they exist. I have a good question by Tombstone Josh. And there's definitely, I think, more to dive on in terms of the movies. Yes, he kept future. us on our toes. I was not expecting questions. This yes. was a nice little turnaround, but mm-hmm. it, it's good. It keeps us, keeps us thinking. Keeps us fresh. Yeah. Especially in these 12 days of Dillo's Diz, Twitter, Ohana. Yeah. When we're being dragged down by Beaches and Cream mm. renovations. I just, there's a part of me that feels this just needs to continue into the new year. Maybe not 12 days in a row. But, you know, and I, I think I said this before, but just the constant, the, the reaching out, the talking to people, the seeing them virtually, so we're not just seeing people's tweets, you know, and we've made, it's, it's been fun getting mm-hmm. to know everybody better and yep. and see them and have a conversation. And it's it's been nice that I don't have to like wait for a response on Twitter and then like send a funny gift back. And then that's our conversation for the day. It was, it's been nice. Yeah, no, it's good for the Christmas soul. Yes, exactly. Until tomorrow, where we'll have a Jen. I think I don't want to say anyone is the favorite here in the twelve days, but just based on the conversation we had with tomorrow's guests. Well, it's not guests. I don't want to say. I'm going to say plural, even though it might not. It might be singular. I want to say that this might be <laughs> the one Jen responded to the most. 
she has no idea which <laughs> one is happening. <laughs> Until that time, she's Jen and I'm Frank. Bye-bye. Deuces. The 12 Days of Dillo's Diz Twitter Ohana on Theme Park Thursday featuring Frank Cardillo and Jen Cardillo Snyder. The theme and good company composed by Match Harvey. The outro was performed by Lindsay Zarugian. The Dillo's Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. You can give a like to Dillo's Diz on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. Follow Dillo's Diz on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok at Dillo's Diz. You can go to Dillo'sDiz.com for more information regarding our podcasts, blogs, throwbacks, and more. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Diz, where today we released our video, Disney is All Around. We reached $500 for our Give Kids the World fundraiser, so we have made a video direct from Snydillo Studios. Comment, have a good laugh, enjoy, and donate to Give Kids the World Village this holiday season. Get the link at Dillosdiz.com. We'll see you real soon, and that real soon is tomorrow for the 12 days of Dillos Diz Twitter Ohana. The Improviser's Guide Network 2019.